just the way it go goes. Welcome to episode 28 of the Hookup on Music podcast. We like to give you everything. We like to go through quite a lot and we like to share lots of awesome stuff. And we like when you share awesome stuff with us and stuff, we mean music. And that is why we are here tonight. Lots and lots of good stuff from the top to the bottom. Lots of good topics. Um, Let's dive in. Let's get started. Okay, let's get started on tonight's show. I'm very excited. Today's show, tonight's show, you never quite know what to say because when you're listening to this, is it the night? Is it the day? Whenever it is that you do happen to be listening, we really, really, really appreciate it. This month has been a really, really awesome time, July, and this is the last episode um, until we kick off August with more cool, different things, but I've had a blast this month. Um, so let's start the show like we start all of our shows. We're going to go into something a little bit funky, something a little jammy, groovy, alternative-y, heavy. Let's, let's see what we got here on the docket tonight. All right. So first off here, okay, we have a man by the name of Prince. Okay. Prince, the Prince, uh, no, of, of, of musical standards. We, we like to know him as Prince. Prince, okay, Prince Rogers Nelson, okay, but today we want to focus in on one of his albums, an album that I like to play quite a lot, it's one of my personal favorite albums of all time, and that is the Prince album, Dirty Mind, um, from 1980, huge fan of this album, really, really good stuff, loaded from top to the bottom, with that awesome, awesome funkiness that you may be looking for. Um, Prince, um, to me, on this album, definitely kind of shows where he is is coming from in a lot of different avenues. And by um, coming from, he performs a quite, all, a quite, quite, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The array of all the instruments on, on these tracks. Okay, from Dirty Mind to Uptown to Party Up. 
the album is something to to withhold. It's different than um, another album that he had released in movie this week, Purple Rain, um, back in 1984. But Prince, um, on on this on this nugget, I believe goes and um, I think he's showing a little bit what I would call a little punk funk, where he is um, playing all the instruments. He is he's showing really 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 good range. And he is just pretty much all, all, all over the place with, with, with amazingness. So check out Prince's Dirty Mind. Uh, that's a classic. Um, check out the Radiators. Okay, um, I always like this cover here. I, I like all these covers here that we got on the um, board. If you're watching, but if you're not, check out the Radiators cover for uh, Law of the Fish. Okay, it's this this oversized fish, and then there's this like rock, and it looks like a, a you know. This girl's gonna jump off it into the water. It, it's it's a ridiculous cover, but really, 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 it, what isn't ridiculous is is the song that I, I just can't can never get 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 enough of it. And that is like dreamers do. <laughs> funky it's um, a little bit of that. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's it's. It's definitely jammy. That's why we got it listed here in the jammy uh, category here. But it, 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 it's a little bit more. Okay, there is. It's a little bit of a from from. Um, I think a little bit from the soul. Okay, there are the radiators. The band who does that are uh, I would call them like swamp funk, which we like quite a lot of. We talked about the meters before on here. They kind of fall into that. But from New Orleans, um, check out that song. Check out the whole track. Um, I just played you a little bit there, the guitar solo. Okay. Um, down there in the bottom. Okay. Um, a bone. Okay. Thugs in harmony. This Doug love song with, with, with Tupac. Okay. There's been, uh, the reason I thought of this song is for a couple of reasons. Uh, bone celebrated, uh, their album came out this week, uh, way back when, um, they're reopening up the Tupac murder. So I thought, you know, let's mix this together and this track with them together. It always caught my ear because if you've heard it before, or you haven't heard it. There is a shotgun going off the whole time in the background of the song, um, really kind of adds to the beat along with, um, the amazing rapping by both bone and, and, and Tupac really worth checking it out. Um, but next up here, we've got uh, going to a little bit of a show tonight, a concert, a threefer, okay? Uh, two of the bands that I'll be seeing is Dinosaur Jr. here, which this album, I, I can never get this album out of my head. I remember it since I was 11 years old, the first time seeing it. He couldn't really explain it back then, um, but again, really, really awesome band, Dinosaur Jr. <laughs> And they are playing with Red Fang and the headliners is Clutch. This will be the second time in a year that I will be seeing Clutch. Clutch is a really awesome band from Germantown, Maryland. Okay, they're a four-piece. Okay, you like things that groove. You like some heaviness. You like that Sabbath. Um, that's kind of a little bit where 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 it is. And um, you know, and I and I think if you haven't heard them. I think you'd, you'd like them a lot, especially with a lot of the other stuff that we talk about um, on this uh, on this show. But I'm pretty excited for this gig because when you when you think about it, when you get three bands together, Dinosaur Junior, okay, 
um, Clutch, and 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 Red Fang. Okay, Red Fang. I just started listening to this Red Fang when I decided that I was going to go see this band. Okay, they're from Portland, Oregon. Okay, Oregon. I don't know where I say Oregon, like Oregon Trails. Um, they have um, five studio albums. So this is pretty. This is this is this this this. This is going to be a good show because you're going to get a little bit of the new Dinosaur Jr. They've been around for 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 quite 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 a long time, so I'm pretty cool. Not pretty cool. I'm pretty excited to see kind of what they are uh, what they are sounding like um, these days and with these other bands on on this on this bill. Okay, because they they got together in '84. Okay, um, '84 to '87 they were known as Dinosaur. And uh, then they changed their name to Dinosaur Jr. The song you heard just a little while ago, Feel the Pain, um, when starting to do some research on this concert and, and some of the songs that these bands play, so, you know, re- that one was like, I remember that way back from when it came out. And um, definitely excited to see what the set lists are for both of these bands. Dinosaur Jr. does a really, really co- cool cover of The Cures, um, Closer to Me. I'm hoping that maybe they dig that one out tonight. Uh, Clutch, their newest album, really, really, really solid. Um, and, and by solid, I mean it's definitely, if you have not checked it out yet, um, you're going to want to go and check out Sunrise on Slaughter Beach. Um, the song Slaughter Beach, cool, cool, cool rocking song. Let me just tell you that. Um, again, kind of solidifies everything that makes Clutch cool, makes them good, makes them a great band. Um, again, though, check out these five that I've mentioned: the Dinosaur Junior, Red Fang, Radiators, Prince, and Bone with Tupac. Really going to give you an eclectic mix. Um, some of the they all they all flow together. Okay, they they do flow together. If you were to put them on a little bit of a mixtape, you can make it flow. That's exactly what I love to do here. We love to make it flow here on the on the show. So, again, um, when We'll have a little bit next week. I'll see how that show went. Give you a little bit of a review on that. But that being said, a little bit of mu- uh, music news this week. Um, sadly, we had the uh, passing of Sinead O'Connor. Okay, she was unfortunately um, she passed away at the age of fifty-six. Unfortunately, just a lot, a lot, a lot of heartache in her life that unfortunately caught up with her recently. A son um, passed away. I think she wasn't able to recover from that, but she leaves behind an eclectic, eclectic mix of work. Okay. Everyone knows um, that nothing compares to you. Um, her, her, her biggest success, um, her biggest, I think as a, as a single. Okay. But she had multiple albums during her, her, her career that, uh, you know, the lion and the Cobra, I do not want what I haven't gotten, you know, and generally, it's just sad when any artists pass away. There's a documentary on Showtime called Nothing Compares to You. If you would like to know a little bit more about her and maybe some of the little bit of a heartache that she had to endure. But uh, any sad when you lose somebody. But I'll tell you what's not sad um, is this Jason Aldean character. This guy, this song he came out with. Um, not a huge fan, but, you know, maybe someone out there is. Um, but I, I just... I find it odd. There's been a lot of controversy based on this brand new song. Uh, Try that in a small town. Um, you know, I think it, what the problem is is this music video that he came out with. Um, just, just really bad taste where it's filmed. 
Um, if you don't know when you're filming something where you're filming it, I find that to be a huge problem. But uh, again, maybe you should stay away from Jason Aldean. But I'm not. I'm not telling you what to do. You know, check it out. Do what. Do what you do. Um, next here, though, um, this past week, if you have not yet, go back and check out here on the channel on the um, Sadistic Penguin Studios the uh, Drafty Pod. We drafted me. And a couple of and and the amazing co uh, penguin, uh, magnificent Stan. We we went through lots and lots and lots of awesome bands. That well, I wouldn't say that they're bands. I'll say that they're more like uh, there are. Well, I don't want to say that they're bands. Well, they're bands, but they're not not bands. Bands, you know, um, they're not bands that like you would say. Oh, you know, like the Beatles, you know, the Beatles were a band that made some, you know, these are more, I don't want to say uh, fictional, but they're, uh, they're a good time. Okay. So go back, check that out. One of the bands that I picked was a Spinal Tap. Uh, again, a great, great band. Um, you know, again, uh, the film from 1984, if you haven't seen that, just a lot, a lot of laughs. Okay. If you're in a heavy music, especially heavy metal and you like humor, um, go check out um, This Is Spinal Tap. I think it's going to be something that you go and you're, 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 you're enthralled into an experience. Christopher Guest, Michael McKeon, um, you know, Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer, I just laugh because there's a scene with a cucumber. Um, but Spinal Tap, check that out. Check out that episode um, of It's Getting Drafty in here. Um, really, really good time. Um, Another topic I wanted to cover on here because it's it's the it's 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 well it's the, every year this happens, and what I wanted to cover was when bands get back together, okay, a little bit when bands you know return when when key players are are missing, and key players are are are, are trying to make the legacy of that band continue. Um, one of the huge ones that recently comes to mind is Pantera. I personally have always enjoyed Pantera. I've seen them multiple times during their heyday and their run. Um, sadly, they broke up in 2003 because of a lot of internal conflict, which led uh, a pair of brothers who was in the band, uh, Vinny Paul, okay, and Dimebag Daryl went off to start a band called Damage Plan. And when we sit and we talk about the unfortunate things of what could have been or maybe what sh shouldn't have been. Unfortunately, um, the Pantera story is one that always crosses my mind, and definitely is something that is 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 is, is when I think of music and I think of heavy music, I always think of the Pantera. What could have been? Um, but internal conflicts make bands not be able to continue. And that being said, you know, well, here we are. You know, a band that has is 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 should never have broken up. Let's just go there. I want to start there and say that I don't think that Pantera should have ever broken up. But bands break up. That happens. So uh, just recently, you know, they've decided, you know what? What we're going to do in 2022 is we're going to reform with a brand new lineup and we're going to go and we're going to do see where this is going to lead us and where this is going to get us. Okay, so let's 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 take a look into this story a little bit. Okay, 
In 2022, it's reported that Brown and Anselmo, okay, and that is Rex Brown and Phil Anselmo are going to reunite in 2023, and they're going to put Pantera back together. Right off the gate when I hear this, it's confusing for me because Dimebag Daryl is kind of like Eddie Van Halen, okay? And by that be saying, he's an amazing guitar player. And honestly, to me, he was the leader in the band, okay? Um, the other guys, really awesome. Even his brother, Vinnie Paul, really awesome. Rex, really awesome. Um, lead singer, you know, Phil, you know, awesome when the band was around. The band goes ahead and they break up and, 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 and that's it, you know? And you say to yourself, okay, they broke up in 2003. Sometimes when it's this long, 2022... Let's go ahead and let's just leave this legacy alone. Okay. Let's 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 let it rest. Because who's who's asking for this? Okay. Who's asking for this right now? Are the fans? That's what they're saying. They're saying the fans want this reformation lineup. Okay. What the fans want is the fans want Pantera back. Okay. The fans want the Pantera with all four original members. Okay. From 20, they should have never broken up, is pretty much what I, what I'm trying to get at. Okay, because the breaking up led to the tragedy, the loss of the two brothers. And from my perspective, okay, so now here we are in 2022 and we're going to get back together. and We're going to celebrate the legacy. But the way I always look at it is, is you should have been celebrating it way back when. There never should have been a second band because the first band broke up. Um, so now tickets are way more expensive than they were when. I went and seen them back in this band's heyday. So um, a little bit of disheartening because you go and you got to get other band members to cover the two special band members. And I love Charlie Benante from Anthrax, and I'm always a huge fan of Zach Wilde. Okay, but right off the bat, lots and lots of Pantera fans talking bad about Zach Wilde's Black Label Society. You know, <laughs> so right off the bat, people are complaining. Okay, when reality is, is maybe these guys do want to get together. Maybe they do want to do it for the legacy. Okay, maybe they do. I, I'm, I'm not into their shoes. I'm just going back to that 2003 breakup. I don't like when bands break up, especially with inner conflict. I'm not a huge fan. And from what I gather, it didn't come from the brothers, the breakup. So it, it kind of, when you want to come together as a legacy, it kind of a little bit is confusing when you were one of the ones who kind of was, was you know, this and that. And there's been some other drama in the background with uh, Phil and Salmo lead singer. But you know what? Maybe let's, let's, let's have the fans go out to these shows. Let's have the fans speak. If the fans say that they're having a good time, which a lot of the shows that have happened so far, that's what they're saying. Maybe that's exactly why they're doing it for people to go out and just have a good time in today's world. Because you know what? There's a lot of stuff that is going on out there. That isn't really, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, positive. So if your favorite band is getting back together, no matter who the members are, you know what? Let's take it for what it is. And let's, let's, let's go out and let's go out and have a good time. So I like to go around in that whole subject to maybe it's negative to maybe it's positive to maybe it's all of the above, but um, kind of always think about that kind of stuff when bands get back together, when members are lost or members are no longer with that band. Um, that being said today, 
okay, which happens to be July 29th, is Mr. Getty Lee's birthday from Rush and a band that I don't believe will ever be getting back together because of the loss of drummer Neil Pert of Rush and that <laughs> Neil Pert, and that is the band Rush. Kind of messed that one up. Rush, okay, since it is Getty Lee's birthday. Do me a favor, okay? For his 70th birthday today, go back and go back and listen to Signals, okay? This is a, a, a one of um, Rush's 80, 80s, 80s uh, output from their catalog, which I think is 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 just as impressive as everything else. Signals came out in 1982, okay? Loaded with great tracks from Subdivision, The Analog Kid, New World Man. Um, one that always sticks with me and gives a really awesome '80s impression is is, is the weapon. A uh, really cool song, a longer song, cool drum beat. Um, but uh, that's just us We're trying to celebrate Getty Lee, big Rush fan down here. Check out some Rush. Check out Signals. Um, check out the weapon. What I wanted to kind of wrap up this show with is coming up this next week is the new Lollapalooza, okay? Lollapalooza is back, and it's 2023. So what I wanted to do is, is first of all, I wanted to go really quick and say that I was at Lollapalooza 97. This was the last year that Lollapalooza toured, okay? There were bands on this this bill from Prodigy, Tool, Snoop Dogg, Tricky, James. By the time I got there, unfortunately, Corn had dropped out. But really, really, really was a fun, fun show. Uh, Tool started, I think I've said it earlier on a past episode, there were fires in the lawn. Really, really, really awesome time. Um, Lollapalooza's always been put together uh pretty much with eclectic lineups different lineups um different sounds different bands kind of started a little bit alternative but started mixing in hip-hop uh today you could find every 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 type of artist at Lollapalooza what I wanted to do today was I went through and I kind of comprised a little bit what I would say 14 um bands that have performed at Lollapalooza you may have known that performed there maybe you have not maybe the songs are a little bit of a deep cut maybe they're not um but right off the gate okay very first year 1991 at Lollapalooza we had Jane's Addiction okay so for this for number one I've got down three days a really 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 awesome 10 minute track by Jane's Addiction Check that song out. It is. It weaves. It grinds. It, the guitar really, really, really awesome. Um, track two is Ministry. They performed in '92. Okay, um, the song Filth Pig, the self-titled uh, track from the album Filth Pig from Ministry. So the not self-titled, the title Filth Tri Pig from the album Filth Pig had the T-shirt when it came out. Um, really awesome long jam grooves um grinds grimy it's it's really really awesome awesome time um three arrested development tennessee who remembers arrested development back in 93 you couldn't ignore that song tennessee on mtv really catchy track arrested development great band um, also, very awesome song, Mr. Wendell. Really, really, really good stuff. 
A Tribe Called Quest. Okay, they performed in 94. Their song Scenario um, makes our playlist right here. Um, number five, which ironically, okay, in 95, okay, Sinead O'Connor performed on half of the, the bill until she unfortunately had a drop off. But we went with Pavement, Cut Your Hair. First time I heard this song, I say this quite a lot, I saw it on Beavis and Butthead. Um, the band itself, awesome, awesome, awesome. Kind of get them confused with James that was part of the 1997 bill that I was uh, at. Screaming Trees, 96, great alternative band, All I Know, awesome. Seven, from that 97, Lollapalooza's Devo, Mongoloid. Last week, go back and check it out. We talked about songs that lead off with a bass guitar. Mongoloid by Devo is a great, great, great exception. Um, Lollapalooza went away for a while, came back in 03. Cake was on that bill. Check out their song, Friend is a Four-Letter Word. Love that track. Um, nine, okay, comes back again um in 05 we got death cab for cutie lead off track off of transatlanticism the new year they're going to be coming to the salt shed um the week after the riot fest check them out they're going to be playing with ben gibbard's other band the postal service um 06 not a surf do you remember them they had a song called popular it was really their only popular track check those guys out if it's been a long long time 11 we got billy strings doing secrets off of his 2020 album renewal awesome always awesome listening to billy strings um billy strings jamming with all everyone different different people Les claypool this just just all around good 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 stuff um 12 jane's addictions lead singer perry farrell the man who put together Lollapalooza, his other band porno for pyros always 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 like pets the uh drums in the beginning of pets really kind of always is, is a good just positive gets get 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 you going okay um, wanted to fast forward to this year's Lollapalooza, a couple bands that are on the bill portugal the man i know you've um, feel it still a lot of songs out there you've heard of them but this is from their from their album evil evil friends and this is the purple yellow red and blue this is the song that kind of kind of introduced me to the band um really really good um really good kind of like pop psychedelia good good stuff um last last number 14 track mount joy uh the track is called sheep it's from their self-titled from 2018 um Lollapalooza continues to be eclectic Maybe the bands that are on the bill quite aren't uh, bands that you would find me listening to all the time. But that doesn't mean that somebody else out there isn't listening to it. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe you should share bands out there that maybe I haven't listened to or maybe I'm ignoring. Always like that. Um, you know, bands like Red Hot Chili Peppers are headlining one of the days. Kendrick Lamar. Okay, these artists are huge across the board. Lots and lots and lots of people... Um, like a lot of these artists and i think that's why Lollapalooza puts together these artists i don't think they're going to sell these really really expensive tickets okay you know if i talked about pantera being expensive wait till you see Lollapalooza tickets i mean they can go upwards above 400 okay way above 400 that's that that's quite a lot for but you're getting four days full of music um you know and and i don't want to seem that to be the rant because i have another rant Okay, I'm going to kind of maybe every week I might end these shows with a little bit of a musical rant. Okay, 
couple musical rants right off the bat here. Um, recently, I heard somebody talking negative about uh, Steely Dan. Let's let's use them for example. They said something along the like, "I don't know any other songs." Okay, if one person says to you they don't know any other artist songs, no matter if it's Dinosaur Junior, Clutch, Devo, Cake, whatever it may be, that doesn't mean diddly squat. Okay. When pressed and asked, well, then what is the next band you may be going to see? You know, this person had a couple couple different artists that they are going to see. They're going to see a double bill. Uh, they're actually going to see two different concerts, they told me. One is a double bill from hell. Maybe not. It's kind of rude. I do like a couple of those. Uh, okay. One was Matchbox 20, and the other was OAR and Goo Goo Dolls. Okay. Now, maybe these bands have a couple good songs. I may be guilty of liking a few of them. But now Steely Dan, I mean, they had some of the greatest musicians in the studio. I mean, I don't know. You know, you are always free to have many, 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 many different musical opinions. I'm free to share them. Sometimes I'm I'm like, do I share them? I don't want to put anyone's musical opinions down. I have done that in past. Um, but a little bit of a rant is, is if you're willing to put one thing down, you got to kind of look at yourself and, hey, there may be people out there who do think that, you know, OAR is better than Steely Dan, okay? You may, you may find those people, but I'm just willing to bet that if you were to take a, a census of the whole entire world, that you just would not find those numbers. I, but again, I could be wrong. We could be wrong down here at the Hookup on Music. Um, it has been known to happen from 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 from, from time to, to possible time. But, but again, um, sometimes, you know, we, we got to look at ourselves when we talk about music, okay? Um, that being said, again, very, very excited. If you can get out to the show tonight and you happen to listen to this before the show, is, uh, you get tickets for as low as 15 bucks for that clutch Red Fang Dinosaur Jr. show. Really, really going to be awesome. I'm excited. I'll be excited to share to you what's going on. With that, um, also next week, I'll be going to see Government Mule doing Dark Side of the Mule. Going to be talking about that. Got some really, really awesome shows to be sharing with you coming up. Um, awesome guests that I do have planned. We're going to keep that under wraps till we are here. Bands going through. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, everybody, so much. I can't thank you enough. Um, the reason why I do this is because I love, love talking about music. It, it, when you've been through a lot of different things in life, sometimes you find things that you like to talk about that make you feel better. And I'm sure there are a lot, a lot of people out there who maybe listen to this show, maybe sometimes are afraid to talk about or share their musical. Please don't ever be afraid. Um, any music, even if it is Goo Goo Dolls, OAR, Matchbox 20, please come on the show. We'll talk about it. I'm not going to sit here and make fun of you. We'll talk about these bands and maybe why they're good. You know, if you find maybe look at something different, like I said today, differently, please, please let me know. You know, go down and listen to those that Prince, Radiators, Dinosaur Jr., Red Fang, Bone. Listen to all, go back and look through those Lollapalooza artists. Lots and lots and lots of good music there. But overall, you know, thank you. Check us out on Hookup on Music, which is on Twitter and also happens to be on Instagram. Okay, check me out. I have my own thing on the sugar bag. Got a lot of movie stuff. Uh, make sure you are going to the Sadistic Penguin Studios and you're checking out everything we got on there. Earlier was talking about the drafty pot I uh, was on. Check out the movie content there. Awesome, awesome stuff that Yumperance Foe is 
doing. If you haven't checked out, go back and check out an older episode. Like with all these podcasts, to go back and check out older episodes. If you're just seeing a new episode pop up, lots and lots of goodies. But until that time, everybody, uh, take your records, spin them, clean them. Make sure that double groove is shining through. And until we see you next time, I hope everyone has a really, really good rest of your week. Take care, everybody.